We live in a world of fees. Airlines, hotels, food delivery, and especially car dealers all charge excessive last-minute fees. When you want something badly enough, it feels like your only choice is to pay up. But what if you had a choice to take a stand instead? At Carvana, we believe in treating you better. With zero hidden fees, you can drive off without feeling ripped off. That's what it means to live fearlessly with Carvana. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, "I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx." Jacqueline says, "My medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid 25." Aubriana says, "You don't have to pay full price to live your best life." Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. <laughs> Welcome to Ep- Bite Me Podcast, yeah, episode, episode 31. Do you want to run this damn show? <laughs> I run this damn show, Adam I'll West, tell you what, I am one, Adam East. I'm behind the computer. Host I of am, the Bite Me Podcast. I am pushing the buttons. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I will get out of this car. No, that's the not how it goes. If, I'll pull this car if, over. If you run the show, we don't know how to do anything. So it's You did very, it the one time. It did not go well. No. The red <laughs> well, light was on. The red light was on. <laughs> The red light's on probably right Call now, back. too. Oh, anyway. Anyway. What are we doing? Uh, welcome to episode 31 of the Bite Me Podcast. I am Adam West. I'm Cliff Johnson. Adam East. God dang, dude. It's, You're not Adam East. <laughs> the, my favorite though. part about it is there are people on, like, Facebook that have started referring to him that way. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> it's, it's a joke. stealing my thunder, it's man. It's a joke that's gone way too far. Like in our Discord channel, in our Discord channel, you changed your name to Adam East, and I tried to change my name to Batman, and it says Batman for me, but nobody else. <laughs> I think my favorite part is the picture that he used, though. It's like this horrifying picture that he's like, I don't know what you did to it's it. Like in an Photoshop. infrared version it's of amazing. me. It's like purple Adam. I love it because mm-hmm. I like purple Adam. Uh, and T-Way. did we already introduce ourselves? Yes, we did. Okay, <laughs> you are still Adam, but I'm, I'm actually Dylan. <laughs> for okay. those of you who don't know my alter ego. Wait, so is, is Adam East like your superhero and Dylan's your... I'm the real Adam East. Oh, God, I'm so confused. <sighs> Can anyway. we talk about things that we're supposed to talk, talk about, about now? What are we going to talk about today? Um, well, aside from uh, their usual stuff, we've got news. Um, Friday the 13th, they are working on making it gooder. Or, yes. What? Or? It's, it's more like a make good. Like, they screwed up and they're trying to... Yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so we'll, we'll talk more about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't experienced losing a Joy-Con, but evidently we don't have to worry about that now. It's just a matter of time uh, Game development is hard. <laughs> just a heads up, it's hard. Uh, so we'll talk about why you should keep that in mind when you're playing games. Always. Uh, people are pissed off. Take-Two banned a popular modding tool. I don't know much about the modding community, but evidently some people are pissed. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to Cliff about it because I think he's going to have knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. And if he doesn't, then I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> uh, there is a new service out and about. It's called NVIDIA GeForce Now. It's mm-hmm. a cloud gaming service that streams to your stuff, and we'll talk about how well that works. Is it good? Is it not? We, mm. we know, but we'll see that for later. Um, usual questions. We got one from Vinny, Kevin, and Ricky. We'll talk about some cheap free games. And our Troll Corner this week is all about uh, Sony. So, there's that. But first, we start with what we're playing. What are you playing, Adam? What? Oh. <laughs> oh. Look at that. Well, um, 
I am playing. I forgot. I'm also playing the uh, Player Unknowns Battlegrounds, oh. which I'm enjoying it again. Last night, I didn't kill a single person and made it to top twenty. It's crazy how that works, though. Like <laughs> I've made it. Like I've never been that good at it, um, unfortunately. But I've made it like into the top forty or fifty a bunch of times, and mm-hmm. I've only killed one person. I've it's crazy. Ye- I've yet to kill a single person in it, this game. I think the problem with that game is uh, like someone comes up, and I'm. It's so rare for you to actually even like see another person. Mm-hmm. The person like. Aah! Yeah, <laughs> I'll have my head, I had my headphones on last night. Kevin started playing um, the the Final Fantasy fourteen Stormblood mm. thing because he had some early access stuff for that. So he's playing that, getting ready to play. I got my headphones on, and I just jumped out of the plane in Player Unknown. As soon as I land, I'm like, yeah, I don't see anybody falling around me. Ran and grabbed a gun, walked out, pop, 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 right from behind me, and I screamed. <laughs> it scared the bejesus out of me. I uh, I was playing the other day, and I got stuck. Um, like I was trying to like be all sneaky, and I was like kneeling down on the roof of a building, like between a railing and like I don't know some big water tank or something. I'm like, this is a perfect place to hide. And then I got up and I couldn't move. Like I was stuck there. And I hear a person like open a door downstairs and wander around because you can really hear footsteps. And I hear him come up the stairs. I'm like, I got this. I've got this. Like he pops over the door, and I'm like, bam to the left of his head, bam to the right of his head, bam over the top of his head. And then he just opens up a machine gun on me. I'm like, that Aww. did not go how I planned. So do you have a hard time finding? like ammo and guns and stuff like I find the stuff but I don't I'll find a gun but I won't find ammo for it the entire time the, I'm playing usually the ammo's next to the gun yeah usually but I've but not, not been able to find it I think like I've watched other people stream it and I think I'm not taking enough time to like I'll land in a you know a thing of five houses and instead of going through all five of them I'm like oh, I found a gun I need to get somewhere else and yeah. <laughs> and just not like I think I'm taking it a little too fast so yeah. I think like slowing down and like going through a bunch of houses and going through all the levels of the houses, opening all the doors mm-hmm. is kind of the way you handle that kind of ammo gun situation. Yeah. But. I've tried watching some Twitch streams to kind of get some ideas on how other people play, and I found some. And then there's a video that I'm going to link. I need to find it and link everybody to um, that kind of is like, here's 17 or 20 tips on oh, that's cool. player unknowns. And it some of the stuff is just extremely helpful. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to try and start doing that in our show notes more, um, actually, like, linking out some of the stuff we're talking about, yeah. too. So so I'm playing that, and then I'm also playing The Witcher 3, uh, which is great. I accidentally wandered into a uh, an expansion pack quest, oh. <laughs> and it was like, just so you know, or thanks for purchasing blood and whatever blood and, and something yeah. or other. You should be level 30 if you're going to go here, and I'm all, whatever. <laughs> I just kind of wandered in, promptly died like 100 times. He got dead. Yeah. The game's amazing. I've been and, playing it too. Like I don't have any potions or whatever to heal me, because you should get some of that. I should, but I didn't realize that I could just meditate. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm really low on health after like halfway through a quest, after I clear out that area, I can just yeah. meditate. And I'm I good. did the exact same thing because I I played a bunch of it and then kind of forgot about like didn't forget about it, but I just hadn't played for a while. I got mm-hmm. back and I'm like, this is hard. I'm all dead. What do I do? And yeah. I, same thing. I forgot that you can meditate. So. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's a lot of fun. The story's really cool. All the stories that are going on, and I like the way that they. Um, like the the bulletin boards, the community bulletin boards in each little town or whatever, oh, where it's like, okay, I need some stuff to do to gain some XP and, and it money. Makes so much more sense than yeah. like, like help me, help me, I need some help. Like, right? Is that how people work? Evidently, yeah. in the Witcher Three universe, right? I, they do. I've never, I've never just been out I, and about. Have you I, actually gotten a quest that way before, yeah. Dylan, in real life? <laughs> yes. Can I tell, IRL? Tell, can I tell this story real yeah, quick? Yeah, it's like augmented reality. It's, so I remodeled houses for a while, and we're setting this tile floor up in. Um, a house in a house up north of Seattle, and it was a it was a pretty cold day, kind of windy, and there's a lot of construction going on in this like condo complex, and 
I heard this awful screaming. <laughs> and I'm in a house, like, way, like, and it was like, okay, this is not, this is not good. This isn't good. And the guy I was working with was like, do you hear that? And <laughs> it took us a minute, and then, so we walked outside, and we, it was intermittent, like, another scream. And we're like, where, what is this? So we, we like, followed the scream down the hill around the corner to a lake, and this old lady was paddleboarding by herself <laughs> in a lake in winter in Seattle, and she had fallen off and could not move. Oh, my gosh. We saved her life. Wow. Dylan's a real-life wow. hero. Mucho XP. I, I was going to say, I would give you 100 XP and four gold coins and this strange plant herb I had in my And a pocket. sword that doesn't break. Yeah, yeah. yeah she eventually kind of like floated over to shore and we pulled her. That's crazy. And then like we used our phones to call her husband and he came and picked her up and it was fine, but she couldn't do anything. She was, it was too cold. That's nuts. That's crazy. Just, so the moral of the story is don't paddleboard in a lake in the middle of winter no, in northern by, Washington. By yourself. Yeah. By it's yourself. Real dumb. <laughs> real dumb. Unless you've got really good balance. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's 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 real life questing. Well, Dylan, real life hero. Good boy. I will call you Link. Uh, so yeah, so that's what I'm playing. Witcher 3 and uh, some player unknown Battlegrounds. I like it. And I want to go back. I almost started going back in through uh, Ori last night as well. Everybody's talking about it too. I like, know. It was on sale in the, the Microsoft store, I think, like a couple for days ago. dollars or yeah, something ridiculous. A ton ridiculous. of people I know are playing it too. It's it's so fun. Gotta get ready for the new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which unfortunately isn't coming out until next year. We don't talk about that. Yeah, no, no, no. It's all right. Uh, who wants to go next? Dylan, go ahead, man. Because I'm actually really interested in what Dylan's playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should save it for last then. All right, I'll go next. <sighs> Um, I have been playing a bunch of things. Um, I have also been playing The Witcher 3, and it's super fun, and it's so pretty, and I like hitting things with swords. Um, oh, and you know, Witcher 3, I've got to, whoever did, or whatever team or person handled the soundtrack and all the sound design in that game, great, right? it is amazing. The thunder, the wind, the The, 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 the weather effects are amazing. Yeah, yeah, and the music is great. It's never, like, over-the-top, like bad or anything. It's just, it's always perfectly yep. set to whatever you're doing. CD Projekt Red just does good yeah, work. It's um, good stuff. In case you're wondering too, like, there is actually, The Witcher is actually based off a series of books um, that you can go read. So What? Yeah. Interestingly enough, the guy who, it's it's very, they're very separate from one another. They're like, a guy wrote a bunch of books and then they're like, hey, can we license this to make a video game? He's like, yes. And now he's real <laughs> pissed about it because The Why? Witcher game's way bigger than the books ever have been. <laughs> so, well, and he didn't get his payday. And, and he didn't like, I don't think it's like a, like, he just licensed it. I don't think it's like he didn't like get anything on sales or anything. And he actually thinks well, that's, that. Well, he shouldn't be right, mad about that. He also thinks that like people now will just play the game instead of reading his books. He's really old and crotchety. It's great. Poopoo on him. Anyways, I hear the books are real good. I heard so. his wife fell in a lake while she was paddling. I heard that too. Um, <laughs> so Witcher 3 is awesome. Um, I also played Rocket League um, a couple times. We played it um, actually with some folks in our Discord channel. So uh, it was really fun. Kevin and Ryan came in and uh, we played some Rocket League and, and we just played it versus bots um, because we were all on different platforms. Like I was playing on a PC and I think they were on PlayStation and like my kid was playing on the Xbox. My brother was playing on an Xbox. And so we just like loaded up a private server and played against <laughs> bots for probably an hour. Nice. Uh, it was really fun and super like no, non-competitive so it was just like hey let's screw around and play Rocket League so that was super fun um, we're going to do that again um, I played a game I actually reviewed a game called Rocket Wars and it's a like four player space combat game so you actually like are in this kind of big circle and there's a sun in the middle of it and uh, you literally just are spaceships flying around trying to kill each other um, I posted a video of it it was oh really, I watched that video yeah it's like just 
kind of silly, fun couch co-op-y. Like it, it, I think the game's seven or eight dollars. So like if you have some buddies over and just want to play something dumb, you get like super cool power ups and rockets and lasers. And there's a nuke one where if you get the nuke power up. Um, like the rest of the team has like five or eight seconds to kill you. And if they don't kill you in time, then it blows up and kills everyone. There's a couple of different game modes. There's like a deathmatch mode. There's a nuke mode where you actually, everyone, like a player gets the nuke and you have to kill him. And then someone else gets the nuke and you have to kill them. And whoever has it at the end gets four deaths, but they're super powerful while they have it. So it's scored by who kills the most, like it's the most kills in that mode. But like you have this kind of interesting nuke mechanic too. So real fun for cheap. Um, definitely enjoy that um i also played a game called party panic which uh so it was father's day over the weekend and my kid got me a a steam gift card and said like that's the game you have to get though um it was and it was actually on my wish list like i went to buy i'm like oh that's on my wish list i don't remember adding it but um it was a misclick but no i I don't think it was i think i actually did it on purpose um but it's really fun it's again it's a it's a up to four player mini game collection where you just run around like did either you guys ever play fusion frenzy on the xbox it's a ton like fusion frenzy the game is cool just like super high, fast paced. You get in, there's a 30, 45, maybe 60 second mini game, and then you go into the next one. And then there's, you know, another mini game. And I think there's 15 mini games in it total. Um, it again it would be a fantastic, like, you and your bros couch co op. Um, but I think this actually has online play too. Yeah, that's um, fun. yeah, it's just kind of fun and goofy and stupid. And it's exactly what you'd think it was, you know, like knocking <laughs> people off things and, you know, hitting people and trying to collect things and put them in places. It makes and, me want to have more friends. Right? Yeah. Oh. And that's <laughs> exactly right. So. Um, These characters in the game are really strange looking. And they are. They're really dorky, kind of squishy guy. It's it's really fun. They have um, a lot of teeth. Yeah, a lot of it's just weird. But yeah, no, Party <laughs> Panic was a good time. And it was a, it was like honestly probably a little expensive for what it was. Like I think it was seventeen or eighteen dollars and it's still in early access. Um but you know, like my kid got it for me for my kid got it for me for Father's Day. Couldn't complain. It's super, super enjoyable. We had a great time playing it. We played it for probably an hour, hour and a half. So nice. Did that. Um I fell asleep playing Horizon Zero Dawn, not because it's boring, but because I was tired. Um <laughs> my wife came downstairs, she like 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 tapped me and I like freaked out and woke up. I had headphones on, like was still just listening to the music, like had the controller in my hands, but was dead asleep snoring. <laughs> so nice. Did that. It was good. All right. Anyway, Mr. Dillon, tell us about your stuff. Well, I only really played one game this week, but I was really excited about it because it's Nintendo's newest uh, fresh idea, and that is ARMS. Yeah. And it was great. Do you like it? How was Noodle Boy? Noodle Boy was awesome. Um, Is that why you have your Switch with you? I have it right here. Oh. Um I I haven't got to play it yet, but this is exactly the game that I was hoping it would be. I think that and statement doesn't make any sense at all. He has not played it, but he thinks it's. No, I haven't be great. played it a lot yet. Oh, okay. okay. But okay. <laughs> my my first impression is it, it is exactly what I was hoping it would be. Um, now, if you're really not into fighting games, yeah, you're probably still not gonna dig this. Is it pretty? Not, is it very? Is it a fighting game? Is it, it is play? a fighting game, and yeah. I think this is this could very well be an esports title. Really, um, really, it has enough variety. It's. I. It seems like it's very balanced. Um. I. We're. Sh- I'm sure we're gonna find out if there's a few characters that are better than sure. other ones because they all have their unique passive abilities. Whether that's like Mr. Mum, Mum, Master Mummy, Mummy Master, or something. <laughs> the big mummy guy. Okay. He, his throws do more damage, and when he's blocking, he's regenerating health. And like, uh, Ribbon Girl can jump four times. 
Um, so she like quadruple jumps or whatever, and um, so that each character has their different passive abilities. Their dashes are a little different. Um, they do different things, but but they're mostly balanced much differently than a game like Super Smash Bros. Interesting. So, and it, it's I think it it takes away some of the the challenges for the casual player and fighting games, which is how fast they are um, and how, I mean, everything is so tight. And with, I mean, as funny as it is, the long-range punches that are very visible, so you can see them. It's very visible to see and block or dodge. So it kind of, it slowly slows the game down, but it still remains fast-paced where you're constantly moving around, you're jumping, you're dodging. Um, and you're moving around in three-dimensional space, so it, it's obviously not a 2D fighter. It is a, a 3D space. Sure. And there's a little variety in the maps where there's obstacles in the way or there's these moving platforms that if you're on them, they're moving around, and you kind of, like, zoom around instead of just walking. Interesting. Um, and all kinds of different gloves that do different things, um, and you, you charge up and you can unleash these, like, rapid-fire attacks and... So I think there's a lot of depth to this game and with the support of new characters already in the works. Because yeah. um, there, isn't, there isn't a whole lot of... There's five or six? Um, there's ten, I think. Oh, yes. Eight or ten That's characters. actually more than I thought there was. Yeah, um, ten. I think it's ten, yeah. Um, so if they and, can double that over the next year? And I, I play like the volleyball and the basketball modes, which hmm. I, it's a fun distraction, but... The game is the fighting, yeah. and that's where the game works the best. I'd be curious to try the team fights and stuff like that. Um, obviously, don't have friends to play those with yet, but um, I think this is a, a very exciting new title for Nintendo. Um, cool. Do uh, can you play it multiplayer on a single Switch, or is it you have yeah. to have nice? Yeah. You can do split screen, screen, right? Yeah, you can yeah. do split screen. That's we so. should boot it up and give it a try. That yeah, I think fun. it's definitely worth trying out. Very nice. Um, so highly recommend ARMS um, if you're at all interested in a fighting game because you might like it if you're not, <laughs> but if you're into fighting games, you might really enjoy it. That's cool. It. So have you played with the motion, control, the motion controls at all or what? I did a little bit, and I wish I would have done it first because I first played the game handheld. Oh. Um, so immediately I was figuring the controls out just with the traditional controller. And apparently the the motion controls are pretty... Are they pretty good? And yeah, I heard the motion I, controls I would, are all right. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give that a try again. Interesting, because um, you just kind of by moving them um, and twist t- tilting your hands, um, and you kind of hold them um, kind of sideways, so not like front on. It's it's a different way to hold the controller than you would for some of the other games. Okay. But um, you just tilt them, and then you're able to move side to side, and you don't really have to do punches. Like <laughs> you're not gonna be like wee boxing. You're just gonna right. be kind of flicking. Flicking the wrist, or I think you, you'll be able to use a button too. So to, yeah, I think there's a lot. There's a lot of variety in the control schemes. Whether you're using the Pro Controller, you're using a single Joy-Con, which I don't think is recommended for this game. But probably you not. Can. That would probably hurt your hands um, a lot. Um, but motion controls and all that. So I think it's gonna be interesting. Um, I'm I'm really curious to see who like the competitive players, how they play, if they play with the motion controls. Right. I think they might have a little bit. I was um, I watched a little bit of the E3. Open Arms Open Invitational, which I think they should have called it the Open Arms Invitational. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I think that's a missed opportunity. But it looked pretty cool, and it, like, it was really competitive, and they were obviously way... I don't know how much time they really got to play these games, 
this game beforehand, but like it was, it was pretty cool, like to have a tournament for this brand new game, and it, it looked exciting. So I think it'd be funny if it takes off as a competitive esport. Instead of seeing the typical, you know, banks of people sitting at their computers on a stage, clicking and pointing and doing stuff, whatever, you've just got like groups of people on stage flailing about yeah. for a, a, for an esport. So it's almost an, like a legit actual yeah, physical getting sport. Some cardio, <laughs> getting some cardio in there. Have you ever seen? Uh, it's not quite like that, but have you ever seen people play Vainglory, the MOBA? as an eSport. No. It's, a, it's So it's tablet only. So it only exists on the tablet. So instead of people sitting in front of a computer, it's literally a bunch of people like hunched over with a tablet on their lap just going tapity tapity tapity. Oh gosh. It's the most ridiculous looking thing I've ever seen. But apparently it's super competitive and really fun to play. Like I'm, it's, MOBAs aren't my jam, but yeah, like watching people play Vainglory is absolutely hilarious. Absolutely silly. Nice. Well, cool. Well, that's what we've been playing. So yeah, I hope you were in play enjoying what you're playing. Up next. Oddly enough, this is people's favorite part of the entire thing. I've had more than one people tell me. So, Dylan? Really? Yeah. Yeah. News. (laughs) (laughs) News. We have news on the newscast. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, we don't need to elaborate. I probably, it's just, I no. probably should not have told him. That oh, no, yeah. Like, it. That did you dumb. not see that? Uh, wasn't it in the Discord? Yeah, a couple, but like more than one person has commented on it. Do they really <laughs> like Dylan's stupid transitions? I'm into <laughs> they it. They may not have said it that way. I'm, well, I'm glad that Adam never got around to making them. Yeah, we like, talked about that too. <laughs> like, you're going to produce some real bumpers, but apparently. That's good I'm enough. cheaper. <laughs> um, it, was, it was a lot Free of labor. Work. Indentured servitude. Adam has so. to edit less. It's all uh-huh. good. Everybody it's wins. Fine. I kind of like doing it. Yeah. Adam won't put me on the radio, so. <laughs> I've, you've been on the radio before. Yeah. Once. He talked about more. how much you like System of a Down. Eventually. I crave more. Eventually. I crave more. Um, so people didn't necessarily get what they craved. Huh. See how oh, I did that? When they uh, dropped the new Friday the 13th game because there were a lot of buggy issues, a lot of things, a lot of stuff. People still really liked it. Yeah. Vinny really loves it. Yeah. Vinny loves it. A lot of people Mm -hmm. love it. It's gotten decent reviews. Um, It seems to be one of those things that people either really, really like or really don't. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also think it's a lot of people are really hoping that it gets better. That has a. They pull this off. Oh, you're hilarious. Yeah. I think. Movies tend to do. I think that what they're doing now, though, is they released a patch over the weekend, which is great. Like, things appear to be. Like, if this is a game that interests you, things are running now. Yeah. So, like, now's, a, <laughs> now it now's a great time to get into it. Um, so, and just so you know, we're talking about the Friday the 13th game that came out, what, about a month two ago? Two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Is yeah. it, oh, is it that close? Yeah, maybe. Okay. Um, and it's the, the 5v1 or 7v1, 7v1 or something. Yeah, yeah. Somebody plays Jason. Jason versus a bunch of camp counselors. Yeah. Um, so, it's a... Friday but, the 13th movie. Yeah, one of the things the developers really wanted to do was just kind of like, hey, we know we screwed up. We tried really hard and we didn't meet people's expectations. So um, what you're going to get is a uh, free content update. It's going to come out actually t- uh, today, which is June 20th. So on Tuesday, and it adds a new retro model for Jason, um, a couple new costumes for each counselor, and everyone's going to get 13,000 customization points, um, which I assume you use to customize yourself. But there's also a double XP weekend coming up uh, this weekend starting on July 23rd, so you'll be able to get in. You know, if you haven't played yet, this is probably a good opportunity to get in, you know, get a bunch of XP, level up that character, and get, you know, kind of up with a lot of other people that have been playing the game for two or three weeks. So, um, you know, I think it's it's really nice when a, when a developer, like, comes out and says, like, hey, we screwed up, and, you know, we want to make this as good as possible. Let us, you know, let us make this up to you as, as best as we can, and then, you know, come back and play some more. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see kind of how play counts go 
after this after this update and after this weekend because you've been kind of seeing a little drop off on people playing this game, um, even as people buy it. It's a really strange graph. Like the purchases are going up, but the actual playtime is going down. So it'll be nice if this kind of bumps that playtime back up too. Yeah, because it's one people of those. Online. I'd like to see it. You know, because Player Unknown Battlegrounds just came out. You know, a few months ago, and it's just killing yep. it. And it's really good, and it's only an early access. So, I obviously that's going to be the winner yeah. of this kind of like oh, yeah, face off. But it would be nice if this one kind of stuck around, at least had some legs for a, f- a couple of years. Well, and I like the idea of like five v one or seven v one games. Like I think mm-hmm. they're really fun, and it just like a couple of people tried it, and it just didn't work. And so it's like it's like a genre I'd like to see someone really be successful at. And I mean, even if it's something like this where it's niche, you know, they've sold I think like one hundred and fifty two hundred thousand copies of this game. Was that all? Yeah, but that's, that's, you not, know, bad. that's not bad. You know, if that's enough to keep a player base of you know five or six thousand people online for you know a year, like that's great. And you know. This may not be a game that you're playing in 2019, but so you play it through all 2017. It costs you 30 bucks, and that's that's not a bad deal. True, true. It's two movies. Um, yeah, so and it, what? What? Go. Yeah, talk. What? Yes. No, no God. <laughs> you were gonna say. Did you have? Did you have I'm something gonna to slap add to this? you. Um, no, maybe. Can we transition now? Oh, not yet. Then continue. I thought we were transitioning. I was gonna say for a full list of stuff. If you haven't bought this, if you're wondering, well, maybe I should buy it or whatever, we're going to post that so you can take a look at all the fixes if yes. you haven't looked at it yourself. Definitely. Yes, Dylan? So if you bought Friday the Turn... <laughs> now, see, <laughs> you screwed it up. You screwed it up. It's okay. So it's okay. Do you want to try again? I can't work with these people. <laughs> <laughs> Start your own podcast. So... Take two. If you bought Friday the 13th, all is not lost. But if you've lost your Joy-Con, we have a solution for you. Oh, God. Anyway. We don't have a solution. Nintendo does, though. Yeah, thank goodness for them. Right. Um, so I have never lost a Joy-Con, <laughs> but I do have a 10-year-old. Well, he's nine. Um, he'll be <laughs> 10 soon. Um, and it strikes me as something that he could very easily lose. Uh-huh. Uh, they're small enough that you could get him lost in couch cushions. They're small enough that they could fall under things. Like, it's just, it's something that could happen. I, how often do you lose your phone? I lose mine constantly. Oh, no. Really? Never. Nope. Oh. I do not lose my phone. I've left, well... Last I time I lost my phone, I left it in a cab at the Miami airport yeah. before a six and a half hour direct flight from Miami to Seattle. Ooh. So I had no music Did or nothing. Did you ever get s- that back? No. Ooh. No, are you kidding me? That sucks. There's a cab in Miami. Uh, that's a good point. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't ever lose. I've never lost mine like that, but I, I leave it in places in the house and then can't find it. Um, I lose like, my I'll, keys. Yeah, same All thing. All the time. Yeah, whatever. Small things that whatever. So I can see how this can happen, but Nintendo actually just released an update where if you lost, if you can't find your Joy-Con, you can actually go into uh, the controller in, menu. Into the controller menu and make it vibrate. And apparently, like, the longer you make it do it, like, the more violently it'll yeah. vibrate. <laughs> so it's not like, like my phone, like, it's like buzz, buzz. Apparently, this is like, at the end, it's like going to be skittering across your floor. Yeah. It's <laughs> Vibrating so hard. I mean, played like I'm thinking of just like when we were playing one yeah. two switch or whatever. The like some of those games, how how much you actually yeah. got out of those little things. Uh-huh. The Joy-Cons are really actually l- impressive little controllers. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. There's all kinds of stuff going on in there, but I think it's funny that of all the things that came with this update, that's the one that everybody's like, oh, if you lose your Joy-Con. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's actually uh, one of the other things actually really as a parent that I found very very cool about this is one of the parts of this update actually was the ability to list to um, lower the maximum volume for the system. So if you're and and it'll be automatically done if. Uh, parental controls are enabled so like my kid i give him a pair of headphones he'll just like crank it up until i'm like hey what are you doing he's like 
huh? And I'm like, you, you took the headphones off, dude. You know, I'm yelling, like, it's time for dinner, and, like, nothing coming. So, like, that that's a cool thing to be able to do if you've got young kids, because otherwise they'll just do stupid things to their ears like that. And one thing I'm not noticing in this is, like, because you had talked about, it was one of you were talking about uploading screenshots. Oh, it's terrible. So they didn't change anything about that, and that's, well, it's not necessarily a broken Kind of system. It's not friendly. It's, I just love, like, I have an Xbox. I take a screenshot and it uploads to my profile on Xbox.com. Like, it's so simple and easy. Mm-hmm. Maybe when they're new. I guess, you know, they don't really have an online system yet. Yeah, maybe, maybe next year when that gets yeah. launched, maybe that'll be we'll something. We'll hold out that, for that one yeah. before we criticize them too hard. Oh, no, I've already criticized them once. I'll probably do it again, too. Uh-huh. <laughs> we'll criticize them weekly until then. <laughs> there we go. Then? Good enough. Um, but what if your Joy-Con's dead? Ooh. Then it's lost forever. Lost You'll just forever. never find it. <laughs> right. You have too much accountability on this feature. Don't lose your Joy-Con. Uh-huh. One day I'll be moving. I'm like, oh, that's where it was. Uh, yeah. So there's that. If you have a Switch, you've got a new update coming. It'll happen automatically. I don't think you have to do anything. I don't think so either. That's, yeah, Nintendo's kind of just pushed that update. They just goes. Yeah. So no warning. Yeah, like it just that. happens. It just, it's there. Yeah. I would like that for the my systems, but on the flip side, like I kind of like watching Sony brick my playstation in real time so (laughs) um up next game development is hard like maybe y'all didn't know this (laughs) don't Um, forget it it's a difficult thing anytime you're playing a game and and you're like oh my god why couldn't devs do this they must just be lazy like the answer is not that they're lazy it's that it's it's really really difficult that they probably tried they tried really why do these weapons break i don't understand it's because (laughs) that that was they're poorly designed (laughs) but uh, (laughs) so i was reading twitter yesterday and this actually got um kind of pulled off in a couple of different places, too. Like, a couple of news sites picked this up. Um, about one of the, the developers for Scribblenauts. Now, have you guys ever played Scribblenauts? Yes, and it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And when it's you played incredible. it, you're like, how did they do this? And so, like, if you don't... Adam hasn't played it, so... Never played Like, it. the concept is this. You go to a, like, a scenario, and you have to complete something in that scenario, be it, you know... Get from get one side to the other, or, or collect this something, or make this something happen, and so or even solving riddles. Yeah, solving of. riddles, like just puzzles, and um, you do that by if you're playing scribble knots by essentially just entering nouns into it. So literally, you're like, well, I need to, I need to kill those zombies to get to the thing, and so you can literally spawn your character like a chainsaw, and he'll chainsaw through a bunch of yeah. zombies. Literally anything you, any word you put a in, tank. that is a thing. Yeah, it's crazy it's the amount of nouns that they have, and it's it's crazy how often it will actually work. But then they came out with a game called Scribblenauts Unlimited, and it gave you the ability to apply a noun and an adjective. So, so metal, you, metal you, T-Rex. Yeah, or, or a purple tank, or and it was crazy. Like, everything you did would generate a thing. And, uh, but, and there's also a couple of other, like, there's like a superhero one, there's a couple of one-offs. And so everyone had always kind of thought that this game was had to be procedurally generated like you know you type in purple tank and like it just generates a purple tank magically right so one of the developers for it was talking and uh she was saying like you know what they call it they call it math washing and it says it's the myth that a service like a game like that is created by algorithm is actually crafted by hand and she's saying like no literally this game was mostly built by hand like we had to say like okay here's let's just get a huge list of nouns and then we're gonna have to make all those and then when they said you know like oh and hey we're adding adjectives in 
in uh, the segment. She's like, literally, my my response was, I'm quitting. Like, there's no way you can do that. And so ultimately, you know, she's like, there's thousands of nouns. There's thousands of adjectives. I literally got a, a dictionary and just pulled out all the adjectives and then went through them and categorized them. We got it down to like a manageable number, but that's still like 5,000. So when you, what, what we're saying here, when we say that the development is hard, okay? So she says, if you had 5,000 nouns and 5,000 um, adjectives, and uh, you like, yeah. And I think every every noun could have a certain number of adjectives applied to it, like down to five. You know, there's all yeah. these constraints of the system, but it's it's hard. Um, you end up with like 4.9 trillion different combinations. And you know, they're like, if if I started testing that, oh no no, I'm yeah. S- if you tested it's uh, yeah. If you tested a hundred combinations per second, second, it would take every second every day. It would take four point nine trillion years years to test that. She's like, that's why games have bugs. <laughs> 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 you know, so it's really interesting to to hear about this. But I mean, anytime you play a game, and you're like, oh, why is that broken? Like, just think about how hard it is to do what these developers are doing. It's, it seems easy, and you hear about, oh, they're using the Unity engine. So, like, the Unity engine does everything, right? No. You know, I was, we were reading about um, uh, Mass Effect the other day. I read this big thing on Mass Effect, and Mass Effect uses the Frostbite engine, I want to say. And they're like, great. You know, the Frostbite engine's great for doing war games. Um, it's the thing that powers... I want to say Battlefield. Yeah, I think that's right. And EA was like, hey, you know, if you're going to build a giant, you know, game, we're going to use Frostbite because it looks great. Here it is. And they're like, well, there's nothing in here for, like, inventory management or experience gathering or, you know, any of the things we need to make effectively a role-playing game. They're like, ah, you'll figure it out. (laughs) You know? Wow. There's nothing in here for facial animations. Well, that's okay. You'll figure it out. And obviously that did not happen. Right. (laughs) Um, But, like, it's hard. You know, anytime you think about, like, you look at Friday the 13th and you go, like, why couldn't these guys figure this out? It's because it's hard. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Anyway, that's our pro-developer statement for the day. Yeah, so keep that in mind. Don't come down on those... uh Developers. That's why I wasn't willing to give such a bad score to a game that had a game-breaking bug. Ooh. That's exactly that's uh, exactly what I was trying to explain. He's still wrong. Was it, if if there just happens to be a bug that breaks your game, it's not necessarily a bad. I said game. development is hard. I didn't say anyone's excuse. Excuse, Ooh, no slap. <laughs> but I don't think it's fair to just. Life's not fair, Dylan. Get a helmet. If you find a bug, like the rest of your experience was great. That's true. But it wasn't because until it ruined everything you had done. Twenty hours of his life twice. Full work week. Nope, that's insane. Anyway, well, anyway, um, so I guess this kind of goes in with the whole development is hard. Yeah. Um, see, and I'm not part of the modding community. I've never done a, used a mod not, or anything. I don't even know. Yeah, I uh, I do a little bit, and this is actually an interesting mod. So, um. This is a mod for Grand Theft Auto that lets you do all sorts of things, um, and some of the and, and people use it in all sorts of ways. And so it's called the um, oh shoot, it is called the Open, open four. four mod. And uh, you know, people used it for making movies in it. They used it for doing you know a lot of the silly things you see in YouTube videos, where they're like, "Hey, we're going to spawn fifty trucks, and you know, we're going <laughs> to drop those trucks into a pool, and then we're going to drive a train through them and see what happens." People did that, and I mean, this is a, a mod that's been in development for years and years and years and years and years. And uh, Take Two Interactive, the company that publishes Grand Theft Auto, all of a sudden last week just said, "Like, nope, we're not going to allow this anymore," even though they'd had a history of allowing. 
mods as long as they only touch single player. And they made an announcement and said, nope, the, this, this mod is causing problems in multiplayer. And so it's gone now. And so literally these developers have been putting in hundreds or probably thousands of hours of their time to make this mod that had been perfectly fine to use for years and years and years. And all of a sudden, just with one cease and desist, that entire thing goes away and it's no longer available. And the interesting part about that is, I mean, Grand Theft Auto is a game that literally was the third best-selling game of last month. Like, that's (laughs) insane. Um People buy this all the time, and it currently on Steam has an overwhelmingly negative review score in recent reviews because people are pissed off about this. Uh, and that's the the reviews for Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto because They're passive aggressively reviewing. Yeah, the oh, game I hate that. This. Yeah, and it I mean it silly. it sucks, but at the same time, like Take Two made a decision to take out something that literally, I mean, this is you know forty one thousand reviews. So I mean, people are mad about this, and that's it, that's not a small amount of people that are are pissed that this is no longer something they can. Use. Um, it's a big part of the modding community. It's a big part of the YouTube community. It's a big part of the I don't remember. How do you do? You know how you say that machinima, makama, yeah, that machinima. community. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so people are mad, and literally the developers came back and they're like, "No, our stuff doesn't touch Grand Theft Auto Online at all. We have no idea what they're talking about." And when they reached out to Take Twenty Two, they're like, "Nope, we have no comment." So I don't. No one knows really quite what the story behind this is, but man, people are mad to. Destroy. I mean, that means that overall, in the you know, they have forty two thousand negative reviews recently, wow. and overall, that's dropped their their total review score of two hundred thirty one thousand reviews down to mixed on Steam. Like that's crazy to have that kind of of influence. So, you know, it's, do you honestly? But do you honestly think that that's going to hurt? There. Oh hell no! Because it's Grand Theft Auto yeah. Five the, the in game particular. Will probably it's like be number three next month. And yeah, next everybody month knows and it. At its core, it is a fantastic mm-hmm. game, and yeah. it doesn't require mods to be good. It's just a shame. Like you're seeing that a lot nowadays, though. Where and I mean, I understand it. It's too. Like, like Yelp backlash on a restaurant. Yeah, that. And I mean, and you know, developers have to protect their intellectual property. They have to protect their trademarks. So you hear about these people all the time. Like we've spent ten years making a Pokemon game, and it's going to be great. And I'm sure it was, but you can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> right. That's why I'm like I'm sad for these people spending so much time doing something and then it's taken away. But I'm like, why did you even start doing yeah. that? Well, I mean, like, it's different, though, too, when like when a company has a history of being mod-friendly yeah. um, to like make that switch. Um, like, you make a Pokemon game, like, Nintendo's going to come down on you. Yeah. Like, that's day one, you know that's going to happen. But, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of developers are very friendly to the mod community. I mean, there's, there's a, modders right now that are redoing all of Morrowind in... The Skyrim engine. I think there's also people redoing. Um, what was the the one after Morrowind? Oblivion. Oblivion in the Skyrim engine. There are some developers that that made an entirely new game in the Skyrim engine. It's all mods. So, you know, it's it's just unfortunate that it's unfortunate that the community's not mature enough. And by mature enough, I don't mean like like you know they're a bunch of little immature people, but like that there's no. There's nothing within the community that, you know, take two could say like, hey, here's the rules. And if it meets these rules, we'll allow you to do it. And, you know, if we say, hey, you can't do it anymore, here's the way you can resolve that. It's just it's yes or no. And it's solved Mm -hmm. by cease and desist. There's no process. Yeah. And that's the problem. I think that the good thing that's going to come out of this, I think we're going to see it soon. And we actually had it kind of on our notes to talk about last week. and We didn't bring it up is that Bethesda at E3 launched a thing called the Creation Club. And it's it's. Mods that people make that are going to be an official part of the like Skyrim and Fallout 4 mm-hmm. system that you will actually pay for. So, do you think that maybe this is like 
a preemptive kind of like strike from these developers to to implementing their own uh, maybe like it could be but i mean you'd think, if, you'd think that they would want to pull that into it you know like you you'd think it's in their best interest i'm sure the way the bethesda one will work is you submit to it and either you know maybe there's a fee to submit maybe not but then you know for every dollar you make they take 30 percent of it Right. Um, but, you know, it, it's really best for everyone. Like, then the developers have a hand in saying yes or no to things. You know, no, you can't make these weird, you know, strange mods that <laughs> are, you know, a horrible perversion of what we actually wanted a game to be. But it also gives the developers a way to actually make some money, which is yeah. which is fantastic. I'm really into that. Yeah. Because I think I've never had any – I've never partaken in any modding of anything because I was never a PC yeah. gamer. So. That just wasn't really an option. Um, Although on the on the consoles now you can. Yeah, there. Yeah, I've and there's always been those. There's been some sort of workarounds yeah. through the years, but I forgot where I was. Where was I going? With yeah, that? but it's it's just a weird community. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> it's. I remember now. No, you got it. <laughs> um, I like the idea of this, especially for games like Morrowind. Mm-hmm. That this game would look great if it was was freshened up, yep. but you can't just wait for uh, the the developer to go do that right yeah. so they may a, or they may not they if may there's never a community go back. out there that could do that why not but i definitely think they need to be compensated for it yeah. on both sides exactly. the people who made the game and the people who did work so yeah, they deserve great. some compensation for their ip yeah. and the the creators deserve some work for all the work they put yeah. into it so. so i've never really known how this modding thing so wait worked, so do you but, think do you, i mean if if a group of people decide to take on modding a game that's 10 years old because the developer's like, no, we made our money, we're done with that game, that's not going to happen, but it's out there. Do you think that the people who do those mods or whatever to kind of clean it up, freshen it up, whatever, if they put it out there, do you think they should get paid because they decided, hey, I'm going to do this? Well, I think that it it would be interesting to live in a world where, I mean, because currently, no, they don't. Right. I mean, it would be very interesting to live in a world where that was a possibility. Um, I mean, like... Yeah, I think, I mean, if if, if there's a way for them to do that, Sure. Yeah. You know, if you want to try and, you know, pimp your stuff online for these mods or whatever and make some money off of it, by all means, go ahead and try. But do I think that you should get money for doing your hobby, basically? I mean, I think the thing, a lot of these are, a lot of, you know, yeah, making something look prettier, maybe not. But a lot of them are, like, huge quality of life updates, too, where a developer literally will stop fixing bugs for a game mm-hmm. and they will go back in and fix bugs or clean up copy that was bad or mm-hmm. i mean a lot of them are we legitimately make this game better or we make this game playable on current <laughs> systems or we make this game something you'd want to play on a current system because it was so ugly before yeah. so i mean yeah i think that but because it's a copyrighted trademark kind of thing they can't legally make money, money off, off of it, of it unless yeah. they go through yeah. I, mean, I mean i get it yeah i think yeah. i think that it's i think figuring out and i mean they tried this on steam and it backfired horribly too so but I think that figuring out a way to make this happen is is a really cool thing. And I think also what you're going to see is, and this has happened in the past, where someone will make a really cool mod and then they'll get hired by Valve. You know, I think. Right, right. And so if you eliminate the, you know, hey, I'd love to do that, but man, I just don't have, you know, 800 hours to spend on something that's <laughs> never going to give me any kind of money or recognition, I think you're going to see a lot of people that are actually going to do this as as a business, you know. Um and as a way to actually get paid, you know, maybe I don't have the chops yet to make a video game myself, but I totally have what it takes to, you know, do a bunch of new textures or fix some bugs or fix some text or translate a game into a language it wasn't in before mm-hmm. sure. um, and get them paid and, and help them take that step into the industry, too. Yeah. And I think that's great if Cliff can go mod this game and submit it to 
game company X, and they say, hey, that's great. We will put it on our marketplace, yeah, and, we'll and they will 30%. take a, a cut of it, right, right, right. and they will make money. I think, that, I think that's awesome. Yeah, but then, I do too. But Cliff expecting that he's just going to get paid because he spends all his time modding. No, that's, yeah, that's he shouldn't I'm expect like, nothing. No, 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 he's no. doing this work hoping that what he did is great. And if yeah, he yeah, believes yeah. and thinks that what he's doing is great, then he will get compensated. Yeah. Yes. And I think but there that, should be no expectation. I think the success of a creator's club, though, is that they give you a clear set of guidelines as to what a – I mean – I guess the thing is, is like you could say the same thing about the app store. Like you don't, you don't go in and make an app going like, man, I sure hope that they'll let you know that I will get paid to do this, you know, yeah. or they'll allow me to put it on their store. They have guidelines saying this is what we allow, this is what we yeah. don't allow, and as long as you meet those guidelines, you can put it on the store. Whether you get paid or not depends on how yeah. good your mod is. Right. So I would love to see like a essentially like an iTunes app store, and and specifically. For mods. Say again for mods for mods yeah, yeah. that's yeah. great especially because it's curated content at that point because you don't want trash you don't want just like these trash mods well, and right? what you also don't want the reason it has to be curated and the reason that the developers have to make some money off of it as opposed to just like a free marketplace is that what happens otherwise is people will take free mods or mods that are low cost take them and then either change them or not change them at all and submit them as their own. And that's what okay. Steam had the problem with, is they were taking these mm. mods, and then people were just like, oh, hey, I made a mod. And I just, you know, that was effectively me renaming it. So okay. they have to be, you know, and I right. mean, even that even happens on the, the actual app store. I mean, how many Flappy Bird right. are there? But I think a, a good moderated, like, hey, we take the cream and, and, you know, go with that. I think it could be really cool. I think there's a huge amount of possibility there. And just it makes games that you paid a lot of money for have a, a way longer lifespan. Stay little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Why do millions of Americans choose to sleep on Bolin Branch sheets? Is it the 100% organic cotton? Is it that they get softer and softer over time? Customers can't stop raving about these sheets, and there's no better time to try them for yourself or give them to someone you love. Right now, Bolin Branch is offering their best deals of the year, and you can get their incredibly soft sheets at incredibly low prices. Just go to BolinBranch.com to shop their best deals today. That's B-O-L-L and Branch.com today. See site for details. All right. Uh, lastly, in our bit of news here, there is a new streaming service. It's all up in the cloud where everything else is with all the uh, celebrity <laughs> nudes and stuff like that. Um, it's called NVIDIA GeForce Now. Yeah, How it, is it? It's cool. And so yeah. I got an, I yeah. signed up for the beta probably, I don't know, four or five months ago. And just randomly in my inbox, they're like, hey, you got a Mac. Try this out. And so currently it's only available for uh, people that have Mac computers, uh, which is a notoriously hard place to game. Um, <laughs> I will tell you. I've tried. I would it, know. Yeah, it's, it's not very successful. Um, and so Adam's right. This is an idea where you are effectively logging into a remote virtual computer. So that's a virtual computer that is probably effectively – Running a copy of Windows, it's got, you know, 
uh, GeForce 1060, 1070, 1080, big RAM, and all that stuff, and you literally are logging into it remotely, kind of like you would like a remote desktop session if you've ever done that before, Mm -hmm. or like a go-to meeting, that kind of thing, where you're just actually your computer almost becomes that computer. Um, It's got Steam installed. You log into your Steam account, and it installs games. Right now, there's like 30 games you can play, but they include things like Rocket League and The Witcher and Civilization VI. And Overwatch. Um, it's a ton of games. All on, like current. Yeah, all current stuff. And it's a bunch of games on Steam where you can actually you can play stuff on um, uh, Battle.net or whatever they're calling it now, too. I know that's not what they're calling it, but you get mm-hmm. the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and you log in. And, I mean, like, Rocket League's a, a pretty big install, and it took seconds because I'm sure they just have all this stuff cached locally. And uh, I was in and playing at 720p, 30 frames a second, within two minutes like there's a little bit of load time and then you know there's kind of the steam load time and then the game just starts and i was incredibly skeptical i'm like there's no way this could work um i'm on a macbook air so this is a 2013 macbook air it has like a core i7 like a two gigahertz processor there's no video card to speak of it's got eight gigs of ram i've run rocket league on this game on this computer and it literally means i turn every single thing (laughs) all the way off I might as well be playing with shoeboxes, and I'm still only pulling, like, maybe 15 or 20 frames a second. Oh, man. And so I loaded into this, and I'm playing wirelessly. I'm not plugged in. Um, I'm just in my living room, and before I did it, I did a speed test, and I pull about 80 megs a second down. So I've got pretty fast internet at home, and uh, I was up and playing 720p. 30 frames a second, it played like butter. It was, there's no input lag. (laughs) There's no, there's no anything. And I played like garbage because I haven't played Rocket League in like six weeks, but (laughs) it had nothing to do with the service. It had everything to do with me being awful. Um, It's gorgeous. It, I mean, you guys saw it. It looks like Rocket League. Um, And I, I mean, because it is Rocket League technically. Yeah. But I mean, Rocket League is a very fast paced game too. It's, it's quick. Your, you know, your car moves really quickly. Things zoom by. And it looked perfect. And um, no lag with the control at no, all? No input lag, no anything. Wow. Yeah, I plugged a, uh, a PS4 how does, controller. How does that work? I don't, magic, as far as <laughs> I'm concerned. The cloud yeah, is the I, future. I was shocked. I mean, it's the same way PS Now works. Right, but, but it's still, it's like, and I wondered about that service, too. It's, it's like, how, yeah. does, how does what I'm doing here get up there Get there, fast? and I, then back to me so I can see what it's, how does I mean, I guess the work? thing is, is when you're playing a multiplayer Sorcery. game by, you know, with other people, the exact same thing happens. Um... <laughs> You know, it it has to... (laughs) It's that exactly. You know, when you're playing Overwatch with someone, though, I mean, the exact same thing's happening. You're sending up data. It's sending data back. So, I mean, it's just all about well-optimized internet and, you know, fast bandwidth. But, you know, they say that if you have over 50 megs a second down, you can play games at 1080p 60 frames a second. And obviously, I didn't get that experience, but uh, it looked great. Um, And so, like, to me, this is the perfect service for... If you have a Mac and you don't have a gaming PC, um, like, you know, these Macs are not cheap computers, you know. Well, I mean, and the service isn't cheap either. The service is not cheap either. But, you know, if you're a college student that bought a Mac because that's what you wanted to do your college stuff, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge Mac fan. Um, like, Windows is fine. It's fine on my gaming PC. But, like, on a computer that I'm working on every day and I'm coding being productive. on. Yeah. You know, I want a Mac. I want a Mac. And so, you know, that's that's just me. I like the OS better, whatever. So, you know, you've spent probably between 1700 and, I don't know, $4,000 on this, <laughs> you know, this Mac or MacBook Pro. You 
aren't probably going to also buy you know yourself a two thousand dollar gaming laptop, right? Um, and and this would kind of fit that bill, and especially if you're not like a gamer that's gaming like twenty hours every night. So the cost for this, at least what they announced back in January, costs are right now nowhere on their website. So I kind of wonder if they're kind of feeling it out. Was twenty hours is twenty five dollars, and that's gaming on a ten sixty. If you want to game on a ten eighty GPU, um, it's $25 for 10 hours. But, you know, if, you, if you're if you only gaming 20 hours a week or 20 hours a month, you know, that's a casual gamer that likes to hop on on the weekends and play some games. You know, that's that's four hours a week, five hours a week. That's not bad. That's not bad, And actually. that's 25 bucks. you know. So you're paying, what does that equal out to a year? $100 every four months. So it's like 300 bucks a year, which, you know, to get a gaming PC, that's five, six, seven years worth of yeah, that true. service. So, And you're going to buy a new gaming PC somewhere in like year three or four there. So, right. I mean, if you're if you're the kind of gamer who games 100 hours a week, no, this service is probably <laughs> not no. for you. But if you're a kind of casual gamer that just wants to go out and play some Overwatch with some friends on the weekend, or you want to play The Witcher 3, or you want to play you know some of these games that just aren't going to run on your Mac, it might actually be a pretty good solution. But I think they're actually still taking sign-ups for the open beta, so you can go sign up and try it out too. So it was I cool. might actually check in that yeah. just just to see you know and eventually they're going to release it for the pc the pc one's not out yet but that's going to be the perfect if you have just one of those kind of like you know potato pcs that you know hey you got a, a low range i7 and not much ram and you have one of those intel integrated graphics cards and you can't game for crap on it like this might <laughs> be a solution for that kind of player see, well, for, go for ahead. me i kind of like this is really cool if i can buy an allotted amount of time right so if i'm able to buy 20 hours yep. for 25 and that's exactly bucks, what you do like, that's great to me being someone who has a Mac. I don't have a gaming PC. And I have a few friends that I really want to play Overwatch with, but they only have PC or they're PC Master Race guys. Yep. And they don't want... I hate those guys. <laughs> and, and my one buddy doesn't have a console. He just And I, actually, I think he just bought a PS4. So yeah. we're Wait, what's get... wrong with the PC Master Race guys? They're horrible, okay. people. <laughs> um, I'm the king. But... So I can just I could give this company twenty five bucks and I could play with my buddy every once in a yep. while because it's not going to be an everyday thing. Yeah. So that to me that is not expensive and at all. What I really hope they and do, and I'll too, be able to play Overwatch with them. What so. I really hope they do is that they also put in like a subscription where you can pay you know X a month. Maybe you get a deal. Maybe it's twenty bucks a month and you get I, I don't know or maybe it's a little more. I don't. I don't maybe know if they knows. maybe if they sign you into like a, a six month or a one year yeah, agreement, yeah. you get. Okay, well, we know you're going to be here for this annual, long, so we'll get a little a few perks. Yeah, I think it's it's a really really interesting idea, and there's actually a competitor to it. And I've been trying to figure out all day what their name is. They just launched their beta in um, Europe, Central Europe is is baiting their stuff right now, um, and it looks interesting. And they actually are a pay by the month plan. I think it's like hmm. twenty bucks a month or twenty five dollars a month for unlimited. So it'll be interesting to see where gaming goes with all right? these services starting to pop up because you've got PlayStation now. You've got the Xbox Games Pass, then now you've got the NVIDIA GeForce now, and then whatever this is. So, I mean, they're starting to pop up. Well, and, you know, if you look at this, like, this could very, 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 very easily be the future of consoles. Right. Um, where you won't buy an Xbox or an Xbox One X or a PlayStation Pro. You will just buy a dumb box that has whatever it takes to run this and a fast internet connection. And that system will just be there forever, and you will, you know, relatively never have to upgrade it. But you're going to pay twenty five bucks a month plus games to access it, and that might not be terrible if they can get that to a point where it works. You know, that's a, a very interesting path right, to the future because it's your games that you own. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. It, actually, you literally log into your Steam library. Right. So it's huh. interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, there's that. It's good. Do your thing.
Hey, yo, Vinny, what you got for us this week? So stupid. I love it. I'm not stupid. I'm just loud. Oh, God. Um, all right, so, Vinny, what is the best co-op game that you've played? What made it so fun to you? And was having the additional person with you making it more enjoyable? I might have copied that down wrong, but you get the general idea. It's, yeah. I definitely <laughs> played a game where playing with someone made it a whole lot worse. Oh, yeah. I actually really enjoy that kind of genre of game that's kind of popular now of multiplayer games that make you want to kill the person you're playing with, like kind of overcooked, and even like um, da- Lovers of a Dangerous yeah. Space Time. And Oh, see, I will not go near that game because I would probably end up throwing something. Oh, it's so good, though. It's super fun, but... You need a third person. And you have I to play. You, you really need, need a third, third person because you need to, to play get, it pretty casually. It gets. To, it starts getting kind of hard. Yeah. Like we were, we were struggling with the two people, but and your third person doesn't need to be good. No, uh, you really <laughs> just need another body. Yeah, like a like, shield person. Yeah, yeah, it's good. That's a dedicated, game. dedicated positions. It. Yeah, you should. You should play it. You own it, right? It was free on PlayStation Plus recently. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, it's good. I own a lot of games yeah, now. You and me too, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Who, who, okay. I'll go first. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, I actually was going to kind of split this, like... It- I think to answer the last part of the question, like unless you're like Dylan, where you're saying, yeah, there's multiple games that were certainly made worse by playing with another person. I think almost any game is made better by being able to play it co-op. I think that's why people are so upset that like Halo Five didn't have couch co-op when Halo Five, had, you know, Halo had had co-op yeah, for that's so a strange long. Strange choice. I remember. I have very fond memories yeah. of the legendary Halo runs with, yeah. a, with a buddy. Like, and I think that that's just I a don't. thing. Like, I think that that's one thing that makes Borderlands so great. I think it's, you know, it's that couch co-op experience, being able to play a game, even like Destiny. Like, I really, really enjoy Destiny. I don't think I would enjoy Destiny nearly as much if I wasn't playing with my brother every game I play. Like, I don't play Destiny by myself ever. Like, it's only, I only play it with him. And I think that that experience makes it a lot better. But... I think there's those kind of games, like I, games that I've played with mostly my brother because he's the person I game with. Like brother, um, uh, oh shoot, Army of Two was such a terrible, silly, dumb game, but it was oh, so much fun to play yeah. multiplayer. Like Super it was, great. it was such a great co-op experience, and we had such a good time doing that. We used to play um, Guitar Hero all the time, and like that's a game again that I never played single player, but I loved playing it with someone else in the same room. I definitely locked myself in my room and got good. Yeah, well, you know, and I actually, and that, that, that's actually the funny thing is my brother was way better at it than I was, and so I actually had to play single player because otherwise I couldn't keep up with him. Yeah, I was, <laughs> so, I was just the, the rhythm guitar player on Dragon on the Dragon Force song, so we could finally beat it up. Yeah, I get to play bass a lot. I did the singing thing. No, that's on, all right. On Rock Man. That's important. A I yodeler? That. No. I remember we did a, uh, there's this great bar, barcade down in Portland called Ground Zero. Mm-hmm. And they that's used to cool. have Rock Band Tuesdays or oh, Rock Band cool. Wednesdays. And I was like, I can't play this game because I suck at instruments, but I can sing. So I sang the, I did the vocal part for Radiohead's Creep. That's awesome. Yeah, nailed Very it. Very cool. Yeah. I 100% or whatever I, uh, but You know, we played that. But, you know, I've had a ton of fun playing even single player games with another person. Like me and my wife played all the way through the first um, Kingdom Hearts game um, where I played the entire game and she just like helped me mm-hmm. um you know and she she was as into it as i was maybe more so it's the only i mean we've been married for 20 years and it's the only game that she's ever on like dude are we gonna play some kingdom hearts tonight <laughs> it was like my greatest fantasy come true um and it lasted for 70 hours and then has never happened again so it's all right um but yeah i think that that co-op is the way to play games if you can it, it makes everything better mm-hmm. so that's me I liked the Portal games. 
Oh, Portal. Portal I think so it was Portal good. 2. Portal was the, 2 is the co-op. Yeah. You know, the, the funny thing is I tried to play that with my kid, and we couldn't figure out how the, the multiplayer worked. I think we did something wrong. So we just go, great. Like, we like, walked into a room, and like, I don't know where to go next, and we just couldn't figure out what to do. We did something wrong. So. That was fun. Yeah. I liked Portal 2. Oh, uh, so good. Right? Um, that was the... I guess that was the best multiplayer kind of thing, even though it's not... It's two-player. Yeah, that's the same thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um... Well, it's I definitely, really, they, I mean, there is a co-op campaign to that right, game, right, though. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Like, you have to play with two yeah. people, and I think that's probably the best actually designed for co-op game. Because, mm-hmm. like, Portal I mean, because yeah. you have to use two people. Oh, because like, some of the puzzles require you it's to. Not, it's not like adding a person. Yeah. It is built for two people to get yeah. through. Yeah. There's its own single player, but there's also Oh, interesting. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah, it's really cool. That. You need to, yeah, you should do that again. Portal I've got great. it. We'll I've never, it. Yeah, I've got it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I like that. And then, like, as far as, like, the couch co-op-y kind of thing where it's, like, one person plays but not the other person just kind of talks you through it, The Witness is actually oh, really, really, I, really good for two people to sit down and one person control it. I literally didn't. I bought that game and did not play it for, like, six months because I wanted my wife to play that with me. I'm like, I think we'll have fun. It'll, she, she likes puzzles. like, mm-hmm. And I'm not real great at them, so I think, like, this could be a game we could be really good at playing together. I could just never, like, talk her into actually doing it. Right. So I played it single player, got, like, three or four hours into it. I'm like, I'm not good enough to get past these puzzles now. Well, <laughs> I guess I'll never play this game again. Yeah. So Because uh, Kevin, Kevin, of all people, was the one who wanted to buy that game. So we got it, and I started playing it, and then we started playing it together, yeah. and eventually it just devolved into be like, you're doing it wrong! Stop! <laughs> oh, and then I'd throw the controller and walk away or something. So uh, you didn't beat it either? No, no, good God, no. I wonder if anyone's actually beat The Witness. People have. I, I, but I'm I like, I think I've got maybe 50 out of 500 puzzles uh-huh, done. That's kind of where I am, too. <laughs> that's about I, it. I need to try that game. It's so fun. It's, it's, and cool. it's beautiful. I, see, that's the Absolutely thing. beautiful. I don't call that game fun. Because it's not a fun game. See, but I kind of like the, the like, can't solve this puzzle, can't solve this puzzle, can't solve this puzzle. Oh, hey. Oh, here's a whole area where I can solve these. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it feels good when yeah. you figure it out, but I would not call that game fun. Yeah, I don't that's, know. To me, that's fun. Like, yeah. like are you a guy that would sit down and try and figure out one of those logic puzzles yeah. just yeah. for funsies? And I like, I, th- I think the thing is, is like, that's, that's kind of like, that's what my job is. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, if you're a programmer, that's what your job is. You have a puzzle and you figure out a way to programmatically solve that puzzle. So, like, that's that's what I enjoy doing. So, Oh, God. Yeah. I know, See, it makes I, my job sound awful, right? And as, as, as much as those games that where you have to pick a, a, a phrase or something to follow up, like, as much as those kind of annoy me, I'm, yeah. like, I'm that guy who picks the picks them apart and tries to think, you know, five sentences down the line. Yeah. If I say this, what's he going to say next? And I, and I try and do <laughs> that. So I don't do math. I do words. You do words. That's but all right. Use your words. There's I words do. in math sometimes. Oh, those are the worst ones. What about you, Dylan? Oh, yeah. Um... Hmm. What haven't we talked about? Um, <laughs> I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about it, but I know because I know how much Cliff misses Uprising. But I think that was a really good co-op included to Overwatch. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, um, I loved it so much that I can't remember what you're talking about. That was amazing. I love that. That just having so much potential mm-hmm. if, if that becomes a thing. In that I'll tell game. you, man, if they, um, if they made that game and sold it today for $60, I would be the first person in line to buy it. Yeah, um, that would be great. Um the Lego However, games. I kind of want to, instead of telling how much I love co-op games, I'm just going to say how much I hate the level progressions in co-op games when you go try to play with someone who's a higher level than you. Oh, yeah. How we oh, were talking what? about Destiny the other week. Yeah. And it's like, I would be so, because I just found a copy of Destiny under a stack of games. And I was like, oh, I still have this. Yeah. And I was like, I would play this maybe. I would maybe try it again. 
But if I play with you guys, maybe the, that's not going to be fun maybe for the me. The right at way all. for us to play Destiny is all four, uh, all three of us, and my brother because I play with him. Just need to start new characters, and we'll just start at level zero, and we'll just like go again. Yeah, because I remember. I mean, I've experienced well, some I'm of on the things. PlayStation, so no. And like Borderlands, which is a great co-op game, <laughs> but if if you already have this character yeah. and you want to play with somebody who doesn't, it's really not fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but those games are so fun as co-op, and it, it's weird that these games are designed very much around co-op, yeah. but don't really lift up a new yeah, player. You'd think that if, like the way it would work would be that they'd either, like I don't know, average out your mm-hmm. your people or say, like, hey, you're not nearly this good. Can we just can we clone that person you're playing and you can play as them? You know, like, this isn't going to be persistent. So, but, but, like, in Destiny... In Destiny, they don't bump up the the enemy's level to match yours. I think everything is kept in a certain area at a certain level. You know, it looks that way when you play it. Like, you'll, because you'll go onto the moon or whatever, and everything will look like a level 7 or at a level 11. Right. But I think that they actually are harder than that. They The number stays the same, but I should plow through level 7s at my level and light level, and they still take a lot of damage. So I think that, yeah, they say they're level 7, but I think that they actually are, like, behind the scenes actually raising up to yeah. a level that you're at. But hmm. Destiny does a pretty good job, though, of, like, balancing, balancing that out, that, I think. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's hard to say because you go from, like, having actual levels to having light levels, but my kid's two full levels below me plus, like, 150 light levels, and he can still hang out with us and play. So. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Well, there's that. Good stuff. Good, good, good. All right. Uh, now we move on to Kevin has a question this week. Has there ever been a game that you were playing that was just so good that you didn't want to finish it? He's been experiencing that uh, currently with Breath of the Wild. Yeah. And I kind of have to agree with him in particular <laughs> on that. Just because, there's A, there's so much to do. And it's like, I know what happens once you beat the game. It. And I guess it's not really a spoiler. It's like once you beat it, there does it doesn't like the world doesn't just continue to exist without Ganon. Oh, really? Yeah, it's basically there's a save that's right before you go in to see him, and it's that's the end game. Point. Oh, so you can't keep playing after you can't go back and collect your little leaf men and stuff. Well, I mean that that the save is always there, there, but you can't beat him and then continue no. playing after. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So there's that. So I wonder how the expansions That's are really going to work. I yeah I don't I don't know. That's really interesting. I didn't realize that. Huh. Yeah. For open world games that should never. Happen. No, I kind of agree. Must... That's that's odd. And that's, no, it I should mean, never happen. This is just me going off of what my brother told me because sure. he's got it on the Wii U. He might be a liar. I, he's not really a liar. He's, nice. he's a dick, he's but he's not have a liar. A reason to lie about that. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> he's like a nice guy. <laughs> he's got a great name. That's, yeah. that's the most important. His name's Cliff. Yeah. No. Um, Cliff East. So, yeah, at least – so I'm kind of in agreement with him on that. I'd have to think more about any other games. Yeah, yeah. But I uh, I 100% felt that way about Firewatch. Like, I never wanted that game to end, and it was really short. Uh, mm-hmm. It – like, the, the, the part – I think the thing is, is I don't want to say I knew how it ended. Um, like, I didn't have a, a definitive, like, I know this is what happens. But I knew it wasn't going to end happy. Um, like there was no, there was no way that this was going to turn into like a, a magical fairy fairy tale, and and you want it to, like you want that game to end, you know, where everything's perfect and everyone ends up happy and together. And, everything. and there's some people currently playing it who have never played it before. Yeah, and so and that's okay. So I'm not going to go. <laughs> I won't say anything more than that. But I think that that's kind of a you you get that feel from the game even. Like when yeah, you're and playing. I wouldn't even say that it's an unhappy ending. 
it's yeah. it's not unhappy. It's, it's not just, sad. Yeah, it's just kind of like I don't it's, know. What the, I don't know what the right word for it is. It's not, I don't think it's the ending that just about every average person would hope for. Yeah, exactly. It, so. it, yeah, and it doesn't have that kind of like chick flick ending. I was going to um, say it's not like yeah. a love actually or yeah. a serendipity ending. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a very real ending. It's a I very love the payoff. Yeah, and, and I agree. And I and I hundred percent loved the ending that we got. Um, but man, like walking up to the kind of last part, I'm like, oh, this is the end. This is it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, it's going to end now, and I, I don't want it to, like, because I, I, I knew what I was going to get. Mm-hmm. So I love that game, though. I absolutely adore that game. On that note, I want to add to Firewatch that I wish I expo- had more to explore in that game. Yeah. Because it, it does, I mean, we talked about this before, but it, it does a really good job of hiding the linear path mm-hmm. in this open world and it's not really that open but there are other things to find. find like there are things in the environment but it also doesn't really push you out no. to find it i never found the so raccoon or the turtle i kind of just stuck to my path and i would have loved to have found yeah. a couple of those i, I wish that things. game like I, there's no way you could have a dlc i don't think for that game but i man i wish there was Unless it's, yeah it's just another episode yeah. of some other Right. Guy doing something well, else may- in a similar universe. So those other two guys that like you were constantly finding the notes from in the the boxes, like you could maybe do it, their story. That would be fun, or an earlier really story with Delilah or something. I don't know. Like I'm sure that Kevin Santos is on to something way more interesting yeah. than than you know more stupid DLC for a game that I just want to play yeah. more of. But <laughs> I would love to see those two guys. Like that would that would be a fun story, yeah, and then yeah. they what shenanigans they got into. Yeah. Wait, which two guys was it again? There's like two guys that you see, and all they do is write notes to each other, and they're both kind of weird and like paranoid. And oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. like through the entire game, like again, I don't want to spoil anything. You think that yeah, something's happening there, and you know. But yeah. Swerve. Or you could play like the girl, play the two girls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a lot of opportunity. I just I I loved that world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd love to to go back. Um, Grand Theft Auto. I think Kevin's actually playing Firewatch right now. So oh God. I mean, I should tell him not to. You should skip yeah. this part. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we gave it anything. Yeah, we didn't give it anything. Um, Grand Theft Auto is a game I always take my time mm. going getting through. Like I've, I still haven't finished Grand Theft Auto Five. I haven't either. I've whenever never, I play it, I kind of just. I guess I, I beat GTA 3, but I think that was the last Grand Theft Auto I played. I think it's the, it the only one I haven't beat other yeah. than the, the current one yeah. because it was hard. GTA 3 is real hard. Real hard. That one I just couldn't I don't finish. know if I beat it without cheating. I'm not sure. Um, and was that a hard game because of the generation that it came from? Those or controls was it just are not, yeah. Yeah. not very good at achieving what they want you to do, especially because the missions weren't always super story-driven. Mm-hmm. It was more like, kill a bunch of gangsters in yep. this drive-by, <laughs> and it's like... That's kind of hard when well, you're like, like doing like doing the on. like driving and shooting out the window was always like I'm like I don't have enough hands for this. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I need another. Which I guess maybe explains why like people in drive-bys often just end up spraying bullets into the side of a building and not actually hitting the mass of people they're actually aiming at. You know what I mean? Like it's not easy. That's a sore subject right now. Yeah, but... I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, anyway, but then... <laughs> um, Skyrim, Oblivion, those mm. kinds of games too. There's just, I guess it's that go off on a tangent and do other things and not really like I don't even want to get to the story mode because it's oh, right. I want to go do all this other stuff yeah. and then 
you find out that the game's over. Like, by the time <laughs> you kind of slowly pick at the, the story mode, you're like, oh, the finish line was right there. I think any game that you put 100 hours into or 150 hours into, like, that becomes a pretty important part of your life. I do this all the time. Like, I don't do it a lot with games just because a lot of games I don't ever finish. So, um, but I do this with TV shows all the time where I'll watch up until, like, the last, like, three or four episodes. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll get back to that. And then just never do. Just like, the n- yeah. amount of TV shows that I've never seen the end of is big. The only show I've ever done that with was Twin Peaks. The original Twin Peaks. I got to the last, like, two episodes or three episodes because, like, the three or four episodes before the end, yeah. you find out who the killer is and what's been going on. Sure. I've never seen any And of then them. the last three, four episodes, I'm like, well, I already... N- why? Yeah. But now with the revival, I kind of need to... Kind of need to. It. But yeah. anyway. Anyway. Um, Up next, Ricky. Yeah? yeah? Oh, okay. Ricky. Uh, as as someone who owns a PS4 and a Switch and isn't going to have a 4K TV anytime soon, how would you convince someone to get an Xbox One if exclusives don't matter? Being able to play Uncharted got me to pick my PS3 instead of a 360. We all know Cliff is a big Xbox fan, but mm-hmm. he'd like to know what the draw is. Ooh, ooh, ooh pick me. Yeah. <laughs> the controller. Yeah. Oh, for God's 200%. Sake. Seriously, like, that has always been, Xbox has always been my first choice for each generation because of the controller. Yeah. I'm a, like, I literally the other day almost spent $60 to get a thing my controller would actually wire to plug into so I could use my Xbox controller on my PS4. Yeah. Um, but to actually answer the question, like, don't. Like, geez, don't. Um, geez, don't what? Don't buy one. Like, oh. <laughs> if, you, if you're I, – I am – over the last, I don't know, three or four weeks, I've gotten so bored with the, like, PS4 versus Xbox whatever versus PC whatever argument. Like, I don't care. If you like games, that's what's important. Um there's more games than you're ever going to be able to play. Ever. And if you like exclusive games, if if a game speaks to you, buy it. Get a system that it's on and buy it. And if there's not games that, that speak to you on a system or you can go like, eh, I've got a, a PS4 and I can I can not play Forza, like, fine, that's great. Don't, you know, don't do it. If you love Forza, if it's worth, you know, $300 or $400 for you, do it. But I think, like, especially if you don't have a 4K TV, getting a PS4 Pro or uh, an Xbox One X is probably silly. Like, yes, you're going to see advantages, but the advantages are going to be pretty slight. And, I mean, I don't know. The more I've been thinking about it lately, like, I love the idea of 4K gaming. I love the idea of HDR gaming. I love the idea of high frame rate gaming. But I don't know why. Like, I'm totally the guy who's, yeah. like, pretty happy to play a game at, like, 720p30. You know, like, it's... It still looks good. It still looks fine. And, you know, on my TV that's 10, 12 feet across my living room from me, like, I'm old. I got, like, <laughs> I've been, I've worn glasses since I was, like, eight. Like, my vision is not... You wear contacts? <laughs> yeah, I wear contacts. Oh. Yeah, I'm, like, without my contacts, man, I wouldn't be able to see the end of this microphone. I'm blind. <laughs> um, you know, so, like, I don't even know why I think, like, like HD matters that much. Like, I think HD is hugely different. Like, the difference between SD and HD. So 480, 480 to 720 is a huge deal. And 480 to 1080 is a huge deal. 1080 to 4K? Well, meh. I remember when the Wii came out and it wasn't it wasn't HD. Yep. And everybody was like, why is this not HD? Because every, the PS3 yeah. and the Xbox 360, they were the first ones yeah. to go, like, full HD. Yeah. 
And then the Wii came out. It was like, I don't understand, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it still sold like crazy. Oh, yeah. And the still looked good. 100 million yeah, copies. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And then, I, well, then the first time I saw a Wii U boot up and I saw Mario in HD, yeah. I about crapped. Yeah. Looks great. It, it blew cool. my mind. Yeah. It was so cool. It was it's Super so Mario cool. 3D World. I think 720. Yeah, 3D Land, depending wherever. how... If you adopted early or not. Yeah. 720 is not terrible. 1080 is great. But the and, Wii U was only 720. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing is, is like, I, there are a lot of people that really believe that they can intrinsically tell the difference between 30 frames a second and 60 frames a second and 85 frames a second and 144 frames a second without a FPS counter, like, bopping in the middle of their thing. I can see the difference between 30 and 60 pretty easily. I think... See, and I can't. Really? Like, I've watched videos and, like, they're like, oh, left's 30, you know, the right 60. I'm like, what's the difference? They're like, oh, watch the trees in the background. I'm like, why? I'm not going to be watching <laughs> the trees in the background when I play this damn game. Why would I care now? And yes, I like, I get that there's a smoother-ness to it. But I don't think it affects gameplay that much. Um, but yeah, I'd, I wouldn't say it affects gameplay. I'd yeah. say that I can, I can, I can definitely yeah. see a difference. And I, that's for sure. I don't really notice a difference. And and what gets me though is the people that are like, well, I can't play Overwatch unless I'm playing Overwatch at 85 frames a second because I'm so much better. It, it my reaction times are so much better. Like watch this slow motion GIF, you can totally see the difference. I'm like, no, you can't. <laughs> like you 100 percent can't. And they will swear up and down that there's a huge difference. And maybe they're just significantly better than I am. Like maybe when you get to that point where like you can that matters right whatever but i'm not there yet so i mean if you like your ps4 and your switch that's awesome great love those things and and be a gamer and love your games and you know i like xbox a lot but i own a ps4 and i own a switch you know mm-hmm. like and i own a ps4 pro i didn't even cheap on it yeah um i think it's though i think this question is more for people who are like they just want you know don't. Everybody, everybody's a two console <laughs> household. Like as far as I'm concerned, or most people yeah. are now because everyone has a Nintendo, and then you have one of the other two. Yeah, so it's like pick the one that you want to play. Yeah. If you, I mean, like if you're super into simple. like the the thing that I've really noticed with JRP or with uh, the PS4 is like you get a lot more of that like Japanese influence. There's mm-hmm. a lot of kind of JRPG or at least Japanese esque games that you just don't get on the Xbox. And if right. that's your jam, great, go with that. You know, with the Xbox, you get a lot of Gears of Wars y stuff and a lot of Halo y stuff and a lot of Forza y stuff. If that's your thing, great. And if you like both those things, then like it's going to cost you eight, nine hundred bucks. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, and I mean, the thing is, like, in addition to that, I'm a PC gamer too. Like, I have a really nice, you know, gaming PC. Like, I spend an exorbitant amount of money on this hobby. And, you know, some people do, some people don't, but just like, love games. Don't. That's that's the end of it for me. Like, love games and love the games you play. I started Spend playing more... Pokemon Go again. Right? There's a huge update in the summer. I know. Yeah. You know, to me, like, like love your games and spend more time loving your games and less time hating on other people's games, and everyone's going to be a lot happier. So, in conclusion, get an Xbox One because the controller's better. <laughs> way better. Way better. Hugely better. But seriously, whenever the, a game came out for both systems, I always bought the Xbox One if I could because I would rather play on an Xbox with that controller. Buying Destiny 2 on the PlayStation makes me hurt. Yeah. I've oh, only, absolutely man. makes me I've hurt. I've only ever bought PlayStation-exclusive games yeah. on my PlayStations until now because of just the incredible deals you'll get. I'm yeah. like, whatever, but I still don't like doing it. Yeah, I'm the exact Because I don't way. like the controller at all. Yep. And there's no third-party controller that's in the same vein as the Xbox controller nope. that you can get for the PS4. Trust me, we spent a lot, like, me and three other people in our Discord chat spent, like, three hours the other day trying to find one. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. 
Man. Yeah, it's all right. And it's not the same. Like, Xbox makes it good controllers. Yeah. The, it's, the fe- it's, it's the layout of it is one thing, but just, like, the feel and the heft and the weight and the How like, do you feel about the uh, Switch Pro controller compared to an Xbox controller? Uh, it's really close. Yeah. It's really, really, really close. I have to get one. Yeah. I don't, I don't own one either, but I've held yours, and it's, it's really nice. I like that a lot. And I, I'm not going to tell a lie. I love my Xbox controller because I got the Xbox One yeah. controller for my <sighs> PC. The 1S controller. Oh yeah, the one S. Yeah, too. I didn't because there's that Pro controller that's like 130 bucks. I want one of those so bad. I will not spend that kind of money on a controller. Yeah. I shan't do such sh- a thing. I shan't. I shan't do such a thing. I want one. That's that's the difference. Always. I about, want one really bad, but I haven't done it. Think about yet. how much time you spend playing. Right. With it, that's really true. I, you, can, you, know, you can justify that cost so quick. I don't. Yeah. I do. I'm, most of my most well, of my games on for PC. You, but most of my games if, on my PC though, I use mouse and, mouse and keyboard. What See? if it was a PlayStation Elite controller? Would you buy it? No. They have them. No. Yeah. I would not. You spend more time with your controller than you do your games. It's true. It's two games right there. It's anyway. getting way too deep for me. I know, right? They're real nice. Um, that it? Are we done? <laughs> yeah, we're done. Can we move on? Yeah, controllers. Crap. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. And I've got something to add to this next one. Let's so we're going to do do talk about the cheap free games. Yay. Um. Before we get into what we've got here, did anybody happen to notice the announcement about the Sega games yes. that are coming to Isn't iPhone and Android. Yeah, so I want to say it's like five games to start off with. Sega's re-releasing... One of them being Altered Beast. Oh, so excited. Yeah. Uh, they're re-releasing a lot of their older games from the Master System, the Saturn, Some the system I've never Genesis. heard of. What was, oh, uh, there was uh, the Game Gear. I don't know. There was something with a bunch of numbers that I'd never heard of. It was like a Japanese-only console. Oh, weird. But they're re-releasing these games... Uh, for free yeah. for iPhone and Android, I think by the time you hear this, I think it's the day this is up. Yeah. Uh, so on a, five games to start, they're all free, and then they're going to add a game or so every month for free. For the next, like, three years, too. Yeah. Like, and some of these are going to be, like, Sega Saturn games. I think it's actually more than a game a month. I think it's, like, two or three games a month. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, it's it's going to be amazing. Like, I'm kind of bummed <laughs> that I don't own an Android. I mean, it's the only reason I'm bummed. Well, it's coming to Android iPhone, phone. too. Yeah, but I want to be able to play it with a controller. Oh, yeah. Yes. And there's no way to sync a controller to the, yeah, uh, the, the iPhone. Playing games on oh, I hate playing yeah. touchscreen. <laughs> but, like, Adam will just be able to hook up. He can, you can hook a PS4 controller up to your Android and play it. So. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited about yeah. that. I think it's great. If you're um, a Sega fanboy. They are saying that they're going to come out, too, for, um, most likely for, um, oh, what's that stupid iOS TV thing? Apple TV. Uh, Apple TV. <laughs> yeah, that was hard. Um, they're, they're thinking about releasing an Apple TV version of it, too, which does have a controller. So that would be awesome. Be yeah. Right. And I say free. They are free, but they are ad-supported. And you can Apparently, pay $1.99 to get rid of the ads. Apparently, the ads are not intrusive, though. They're yeah. before you start the game and then on the save screen and then after you die, I want to say. I'm so, like, I can handle that. If yeah. they give me mindful ads, I'm happy to look at yeah. them. They, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't mind my Kindle ads. No, I've I don't either. realizing that a lot. Yeah. Oh, well, that's kind of nice. Yeah, save 10 bucks. It's done. <laughs> well, I've actually found a lot of books that I want to read by the ads on my Kindle. So. Yeah. Oh, I mean, most of them no, are that's kind a... of romance novels, oh, but I read, a, I'm not I, really into that. I read a lot of romance, so it's good. Um, so moving on to more cheap free game stuff, you now get access to even more free games if you subscribe to the Humble Bundle Monthly. Yeah. It's called Trove. Yeah, so this is cool. Um, if you subscribe to Humble Bundle Monthly, like Adam and I both do, yep. um, it's 12 bucks a month, and you get a bunch of free games once a month. But they also open – like, Humble has actually become a publisher now. Um, they're actually publishing games. And uh, th- I don't know. There was, like – I was going to say, like, 20 or 30 games in this trove list that you just get. And eh, maybe not 20. It's let's see. It's still a handful. Yeah, it's four, six, eight, 12. Yeah, about 20. Um, games that you just get for free that you can try and play, and I believe that they're just 
free forever. Like once you get them, I believe you get to keep them. So even yeah, if you subbed, DRM free. Yeah. So even if you subbed and then quit, you would uh, not lose these games. And some of them are cool. Um, definitely stuff that I've heard of. So you know, just another another bonus of subscribing to Humble Bundle, which I'm, I'm, I'm just a huge fan of. I'm looking at one of these games. Oh, it's called Elephant in the Room. It looks amazing. It. It looks amazingly terrible. Yeah, exactly. But it's free. Yeah, and no, like, exactly. It's amazing. Yeah, but no, there's some there's some good stuff in here. I mean, like I've heard of Trini, I've heard of Strikes, uh, Strike Suit Zero, I've heard of Volgar. Um, Kimmy is actually by uh, one of the level designers. You actually met her um, at uh, Enna. No, no. Uh, the one that's doing Tacoma. You interviewed her down in Portland. Yeah, I, I know who you're name, talking about. But anyway, I've, I've messed her. I've messed her name once up on this podcast. So, whatever. Um, but, nice. you know, that's just a, a cool thing you get from Humble. Humble. Yes, good job. Good on you. Um, heads up, there's a Steam sale coming. Like, we need a, an alarm for this or something. Like wee something woo, <laughs> Not done by Dylan. <laughs> and there needs to be lights. You're like our own little Foley artist. Right, it's great. There's lights happening now. I'm making lights. <laughs> Close He's your blinking eyes. really um, fast. Close your eyes and vi- envision the light. Do we know anything about when it's going to be coming? Starts tomorrow. Oh crap! <laughs> so Dave, and so that is actually, if you're listening to the podcast, it's on right I, now. So what I need to do is go home and wish list a bunch of crap. Yep, ready so, your wallet. Yep, drop a bunch of stuff on your wish list because then you'll know what is is and isn't on sale. Does um, this mean I'm getting drunk tonight? Stop yes. eating. Okay. Get, no, tomorrow. No, tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> You can I don't want to shop till Friday. Over. What the heck? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm super excited. I'm going to try not to spend too much money, but every time one of these happens, I end up spending like $80 to $100. Oh, so man, don't do this to it me. It could be worse. It could be way worse. It could be way worse. Way, way, Let's way worse. Let's look at the, the, the positives. Yeah, exactly. I have $1. fifty in Steam credit right now. So <laughs> That will go a long, long way. way. Right? That's like four indies. Right. Um, if you're a, an Amazon Prime subscriber, that means you have the Twitch Prime. Or you uh, should. Or you should. Uh, you can get a free golden loot box from Twitch Prime for what is did that, you? Overwatch? I got the code for Overwatch. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and that's and uh, the the gold loot box. What were you going to say? They're going to be giving more out in the next couple months. Oh, too. nice! So you're going to get like five next month, and then five the month after. Oh, wow! I think. That's I awesome. think that's what I understood. Very cool. So do it. Well, and I mean, other stuff like Adam got the twit, the free uh, Twitch gear for Battle or uh, Player Known Battleground. Battlegrounds. So, like, if you have a if you have an Amazon Prime account, there's absolutely no reason not to have a Twitch Prime account. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just log in and yeah. connect it. And, and you also get to subscribe second. to a a uh, Twitch channel for free every month, which is cool because that money goes to creators. So that's a good do you thing. have to pay to subscribe to channels? Um. No, well, not to follow, but to subscribe. Like, subscribe is oh, gotcha. actually like I'm giving you some amount of money. Gotcha, I, don't, gotcha, I don't know gotcha. what that is, but if you use your free one, they still get the money. So, okay. it's cool. Speaking of uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, last night, I don't know if you saw in the Discord, I was very, very excited. I got my first kill. That's very, that's going to like, <laughs> how many games did you play? Uh, that was my fifth game. So this is going to create some real like dissonance in this episode too, because we recorded part of this yesterday where Adam said he hadn't actually yeah. killed anyone. Yeah. So, oh, and that's fine. That's yeah, fine. It keeps it real interesting here. Time war. You just I, never know what's going to happen on I, Bite Me. I was very excited because like we well, you got twelfth, right? Uh, yeah, or 22nd. No, 22. 22. Yeah. I was number twenty two in that, or twenty three. I was. Yeah. That's awesome. But uh, I landed and I got some guns and stuff. And then I heard some dude walking around. I heard a car pull up and I was hiding down below this little thing. And I saw his little head go f- walking by into a house. And I'm like, I'm going to kill this dude. <laughs> and, I, and I watched him go into the house and I hid outside a window and I waited to see his face walk by in the window. And I just. Pink. Pew. Nice. Blood pow done. Nice. You got a kill. That's awesome. And then I stole all his crap and he had a ton of stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Next weekend we should play. Very excited. 
Uh, anyway, back to the gold loot box real fast in Overwatch. Um, th- if you get these, you'll actually get four items in every one, um, including one guaranteed legendary. So oh. definitely worth worth hooking your stuff Fancy. up. Yeah. That's nice. You might actually get something. Yeah, it's good. Uh don't have small bites written down, but nope. like I said, I'm playing Pokemon Go again. Yeah, and there's some huge there's update a huge happening. Huge update coming up, and if you're a hacker and you've been hacking around on your Pokemon Go or you use apps that help you cheat, stop doing that because they're going to stop you. Um, if well, you- that's what, well. So I couldn't play it for the longest time because I had a rooted phone. Yep, and because that's the easiest way to yep. like GPS spoof and blah 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 yep. blah blah. All you that stuff. Out. Any Pokemon you find using like hacked stuff or programs that help you will actually have a slash through them now, and they will have <laughs> strange behaviors. Is the way they've huh. said it. So well, there I hope you go. You've been warned. Apparently, they just won't listen to you. Like you'll tell them to fight, and they're like, no. I wish I knew <laughs> yeah. how this game worked. I still don't Yeah, get it's it. confusing. Anyway, oh, I'm right. going to skip Troll Corner this week because I've already said, like, just love games and stop being dumb. Well, I mean, you, you, you don't want to talk about it? Okay. No, I've, I've, I've spent the last, like, two episodes crapping on Sony, and <laughs> they're doing a fine job of doing it in public themselves. So, <laughs> All right, then. Well, with that, we come to the end of yet another fancy episode of the Bite Me podcast. 30, 31. 31. That's crazy. That's yeah, it's a long time. It's not even been a year. I know, right? But we're we're coming up on a year. Yeah. yeah. In what November? November seventeenth. So we're halfway there. Yeah. Close. All right. Cool. Well, so there's that. You can find us online. Uh, Bite me podcast. That's b y t e me podcast dot com, and all the social medias. Bite me podcast. And come join our Discord server. Yeah, Discord. We are having so much fun. Like, I mean, there are times when there are like ten or twelve people in there just chatting away about video games. It's great. Oh, I have to turn my phone. I have to mute those notifications, yeah. which we need to get in touch with Discord and be like, can we mute notifications for X amount of yeah. time? Because I forget to like turn a it back hour on. Mute or something. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. It'd uh, be kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. It would be. Yeah. Like, I never thought I would use that feature on Facebook. I'm like, what is this crap? <laughs> oh, I'm going to shut all these people up until I'm off work. And I it's know great. You do that. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Anyway, there's lots of fun people in there. There's lots of fun people on all of our social media. It's yeah. A good time. Like, share, comment, suggest, ask us questions. It's good. Give the gift of well-being with Spa Finder, the world's best-selling spa gift card and the perfect gift this holiday season. From family members and friends to those last-minute coworker or client gifts, Spa Finder gift cards are a convenient and thoughtful option you can't go wrong with. The Spa Finder network includes thousands of spas, salons, and fitness studios all over the U.S. with services like massages, blowouts, Manny Petties, even yoga. Or check out the Spa Finder Wellness Shop to buy skincare, beauty, and wellness apparel from the comfort of home. With Spa Finder, the possibilities are endless. Gift some me time to someone you love and pick one up for yourself along the way. Go to spafinder.com slash podcast15 to save 15% off gift cards of $100 or more. Or enter the promo code PODCAST15 at checkout. For over 30 years, Lexus has been celebrating driveway moments. But this year, driveways hosted some new traditions, like graduation parades. 
and birthday parties. Celebrate the season with the Lexus December to Remember sales event. Find exclusive offers on our most popular models with contactless delivery. Now through January 4th. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Click the banner to discover more.